You're listening to the Better Health Podcast with April, a platform dedicated to coaching women in areas of health, lifestyle, and legacy by speaking with leading health and wealth experts and with the goal to inspire women to thrive in their lives today and in the future. Now, on to today's episode. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Better Health with April. On today's show, I am speaking with Dr. Lulu, who is a genetic expert. She just released a book and she just covers a whole range of areas when it comes to holistic healing and detoxing. So I'm so looking forward to our discussion. Thanks for joining me, Dr. Lulu. You're welcome, April. I'm so excited to be here today. It's going to be such an awesome episode. Um, to start us off, I just would love to ask this question. Where are you from and what was your childhood and family like in regards to health? Yeah, well, you know, that's a great question because I have been, I've, I grew up all over. <laughs> I think I've moved like 33 times in my lifetime so far. I actually yeah. probably lost count already. Um, so I've lived like East Coast, West Coast, Middle, Upper, like all over the United States, uh, Hawaii. I haven't lived in Alaska yet, but uh, I'll put it on my list. <laughs> um, and um, my childhood was awesome. I had a great childhood. My mom has always and still is been a huge like health advocate in my life. And I, that's how I learned about like my passion for health is from her. Like I, she was my teacher when I was in first grade in Montessori mm. school. And, um, I really like, we had yoga, we had, you know, animals in the classroom, we had a big garden. So I kind of learned, you know, just a not naturopathic medicine, of course, right. <laughs> but I learned my love of things natural, like healthy cooking. Like I didn't have any sugared cereal till I was like seven, I think. <laughs> so, That's amazing. That's yeah. an accomplishment. <laughs> right. Yeah. My mom, my mom, um, like I went off to spend the night with a friend, you know, like, uh, with a, a sleepover and <laughs> they gave me this sugared cereal. And then when my mom picked me up, she's like, Oh my God, what did you do? <laughs> so, yeah, that, yeah. That was my first experience experience with sugar. <laughs> that is absolutely crazy. And it's so amazing that fact that you grew up learning what health was and what a healthy lifestyle looks like, because not many people can say that. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people have kind of the opposite, you know, when they get inspired, right. at, I guess, so to speak about health is they had like, you know, either a traumatic childhood or they had a big, huge, like health conflict or something happened. And for me, that really wasn't like, I mean, I haven't had a huge traumatic illness in my life. It's just been more about all the discoveries. And I just have this huge passion for helping people be healthy. And yeah. so that's kind of where that stems from. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. And it'll get into my next question, but before I hit that one up, I just would love to know, like knowing you grew up with it, was there any moments where you kind of got away from a healthy lifestyle and then realized, whoa, like actually this is a good thing having this healthy lifestyle or were you pretty constant with it? <laughs> well, I think, you know, in the 20s, um, in college, I decided to really explore different avenues. You know, I still had a really big passion for health, but in a different kind of way. Um, so I think that's when I like dove off the track a little bit. And then I got back on. So a few periods that during the 20s, during that time period. Was, <laughs> but, um, you know, I really was able to come back to it in a way kind of not like the saving grace, but like, I, I just like really dove in at a much deeper level. When I like moved to a yoga retreat center, I was like living on the property, doing yoga and meditation. I was cooking in this wonderful natural kitchen. Oh. So like, I like really like immersed myself in when I came back to the roots of health. Yeah. That, that's so cool. I, Cause I feel like, you know, each person, if they are healthy 
everyone goes through moments where it's almost like a roller coaster. And yeah. like, I mean, I've always been healthy pretty much since high school, but like, there's obviously there was time periods where, you know, I definitely wasn't as healthy, you know, as I could have been. Yeah. If it's all better, what is it like the expression of bed of roses or something like that? It's right. like, we don't have, we can't have a comparison, you know, 100%. so life has to have, it's like, even, it doesn't have to be like, you know, the depths of the despair, so to speak <laughs> for me anyway, but um, the, having the comparison allows you to see like when you come out of that place of illness or out of that place where you were like, well, that wasn't maybe the best time of my life. But look where I am now. (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. So I would love to know like what got you into health and then doing what you do today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great question, April. You know, I think it really cooking was like my biggest and still is like my biggest passion, like teaching people about food, their relationship with food. And so I first started, like I was working in a, a natural foods grocery store, running the produce mm-hmm. department. I was working at this like alternative bakery, like just doing like all these different things about learning about kind of like natural cooking. I was a vegetarian for like 13 years, just wow. like all these different aspects. And then from there, I think the road kind of like traveled forward. I went to, um, I became a yoga teacher. I became a massage therapist. I went to naturopathic medical school. So there's just all these avenues of just, um, like, how can I learn more? I'm always, (laughs) even now I'm still taking classes. I'm like always wanting to learn more because I know if I learn more that I can help people at a different level. And I mean, there's so many, you know, there's new studies, there's all every day, there's something new to learn, right? We're always expanding. So I think in, in my discoveries of new health and alternative health, it like sparked the passion inside me to learn more so that I can help more people. Does that make sense? (laughs) Totally. A hundred percent. So it's like, it seems like it's not just your job right now, but it's truly your passion. It's like your hobby, you know, even in your free time, you're, you're learning Mm -hmm. and continuing to grow in areas health related. So that's amazing. Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, if (laughs) I think that (laughs) most people wonder how I have enough energy to do all this stuff that I want, that I do. (laughs) And it's just because I'm always just wanting to better myself, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the reasons why patients seek me out is because they, they know that that's what I do you know, mm-hmm. and so when they see that, it's like, I can be that kind of like mirror, like, you know, like, oh, Dr. Lulu, she's always trying to better herself. So she's going to be a great doctor for me. Cause she's going to see how I can better myself, you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> totally. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it, it reflects like what the outcome that people want to have, you know, in the end mm-hmm. and yeah. reflecting that is, it's a really neat, neat picture. <laughs> yeah. And change, you know, is not always easy as we all know, oh, especially correct. when it comes to health, you know, all different aspects. And I always tell my patients, I'm, I'm going to be your, like, you know, your cheerleader in the background. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. You got this, you got this. Cause, <laughs> when, <laughs> Cause it's not easy and you need to have that support on your journey. It's not just for me cause it's a partnership at health, but it's all, it's your family. It's your, you know, all the people around you. It's your community. That's how you make the shift and transform and feel better. Right. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Mm -hmm. So people that come to your practice, like what are they oftentimes coming for? I'd love to know a little bit about what you do in your practice Mm -hmm. specifically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I specialize in working with patients with chronic disease, especially autoimmune disease. But within that field, most people come to see me, I would think the biggest complaint they have is fatigue, you know, right off the bat. Um, And I work with, you know, because when you're in that chronic ill state or that state of ill health, 
fatigue is usually the underlying cause, right? It's yeah. like, or not the underlying cause of the symptom, I should say. Right. It's like yes. the underlying cause could be thyroid dysfunction. It could be um, a poor gut health. It could be, um, you know, neurotransmitter dysfunction. It could be a genetic mutation. So I think mm-hmm. that most of the time people come to see me because they're tired of what's going on with their life. And they're like, yeah. they want to have more energy to do what they love to do. And mm-hmm. then from there, then I like really discover with them, like, okay, let's look at, let's look at the different avenues of your life. What's going on? Like not just the physical aspect, but the emotional aspect, the mental mm-hmm. aspect, because it's a holistic picture. You can't just look at one part of your health and really make a change. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, that's like a broader answer to what you asked because, mm-hmm. but specifically I work with patients with chronic fatigue syndrome, um, thyroid disorders, women's health issues. I work mm-hmm. a lot with mental disorders. So um, anxiety, depression. Um, I work a lot with women's health issues. So whether that's fertility or menopause. So that, you know, that's kind of like the broader scope of things. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. That, that paints a great picture for listeners mm-hmm. and myself of like, okay, what does Dr. Lulu do and who does she help? <laughs> right. So I, yeah. I love that you elaborated on that. And I know you mentioned before um, in our conversation of like skin health and everything as mm-hmm. well. And so yeah. like if a patient comes to you, maybe like a specific woman, for example, comes mm-hmm. to you and they're having, you know, struggles with maybe like very dry skin, maybe it's like eczema. Um, mm-hmm. What would you take? What approach would you take? I mean, what different measures do you look at? Um, what different tactics do you do? What mm-hmm. does that look like? Yeah, that's a great question because skin is a, you know, is a reflection of what's going on in the inside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so right. it's usually connected to the gut, not always, but you know, it's a huge, um, I would say probably like 95% yeah. when I work with a patient with a skin issue, it's about the gut. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's where I usually go. And when you mentioned eczema and eczema is mm-hmm. almost always tied to an allergic you know, dysfunction mm. in the system. So like a, from a food sensitivity or food intolerance. So I'll do um, allergy food testing to see like, is there something that's inside the gut you're having a reaction to that then is showing up on the skin? Yeah. Now, acne is kind of a different scenario because acne can be tied a lot to hormones. And mm-hmm. I work a lot with women with um, acne problems. And we usually were like doing like hormone panels, seeing if the um, estrogen and progesterone are balanced, what's going on with the fatty acids in the system. Mm -hmm. So it really depends on kind of like what the skin issue is. Um, I also work with patients with like highly allergic skin, like rashes Mm -hmm. with, um, you know, then we're diving deep in and maybe it's an environmental toxin that is causing like in skin care, which is very common for patients. Like, I don't know what's going on, but you know, every (laughs) time I wake up in the morning, I have a breakout all over my body, you know? And so, and it's more and more common because the toxic load is increasing that we're having more sensitivities to things we didn't have sensitivities before because our toxic burden is just at a place that we're not able to handle, so to speak. So we have to figure out a way to let that out of the system through the emunctories, which are pathways of elimination. So I work when it comes to the skin, it's like gut and then also detox. Like how can we get things to move out? Because when the gut's not functioning properly, you could say like with constipation is a big one when it comes to skin. Like, how are you eliminating? How are things moving? Are you Mm -hmm. hydrated? So things like that. (laughs) Right. Wow. There's, there's so many avenues you can take and it just, (laughs) it's obvious that, you know, like you've experienced a lot wide range, I'm sure. And so it's like, okay, what direction do we go first? And then what's the next step after that? And I mean, we can, we're going to dive into detoxing, I know, in just a second. And it kind of relates mm-hmm. to your book as well and where yeah. you 
specialize. Um, but could we talk about just real briefly, you know, genetic yeah. expression and a mutation? Because you also mentioned that. And mm-hmm. I love genetics. And, yeah. you know, what, what do you do when it comes to genetics? Right. That's a great question. So, you know, first, my conversation with patients is always about like, you know, what information do you want to learn from your genetic profile? Right. Mm-hmm. So that's like first question, because it's I, I look at genetics as a place of prevention and wellness. Mm-hmm. And I don't you know, a lot of patients are can be scared about learning their genetic history. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's a first thing is like, what do you want to learn? How can mm-hmm. we empower you to take information about your genetics and learn from them? And so then I also do specific genetic profiles based on what's going on. So let's say, for instance, they're having a lot of, like you mentioned, detox, detox issues I can see from their intake form. I'll do a specific mm-hmm. genetic panel that's all about the genes that are related to detox. How are they detoxing? How's their their liver working, Mm -hmm. for example? And so there's different ones I'll use like for hormones or for energy. So I work with Mm -hmm. patients kind of like very specifically on their genetics if that makes sense. So it's not like, you know, cause we have a lot of different SNPs in the system. Yep. And so, <laughs> but yeah, so that'll narrow it down. Like maybe we're just looking at nutrition because the person has um, dysbiosis and they're not able to absorb nutrients. Well, like, okay, let's see if there's a problem with your vitamin D for instance, which mm-hmm. is a common mutation. So, you know, the, um, when it comes to genetics, it's all individualized. Mm-hmm. One, it's about what the patient wants Two, it's about prevention and wellness. And three, it's about really looking about their individual health and how I can get them to the place of, well, not get them, but support them in their place of most optimal health. Mm, that's amazing. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. there's a process to it. And you can't just like look at your genetics and be like, okay, well, this is definitely a problem in my area. It's also taking a snapshot of like your current state and then taking mm-hmm. your genetics and, you know, using that as almost like a blueprint for how we're going to navigate the issues that you're you're experiencing at the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I really like to work with patients with narrowing it down because it can be so much information. And when we do like a pocket or like, you know, just a piece of that puzzle, that's really like, you know, they want to have more energy. Are there specific Mm -hmm. genes that are causing your system to not be energized, your mitochondria not functioning properly. Mm -hmm. And patients always are like illuminated, you know, because they're Mm -hmm. empowered because they're like, Oh, this is something within my genes that was actually making me not feel that great. Wow. (laughs) So I think it really empowers patients to have this whole other level of understanding about the way that their body works. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of people, patients don't um, understand how their body works from the physiology point of view, right? And so the genetics is even deeper down the rabbit hole. (laughs) It helps bring that to a place of comfortability, you know, Mm. where they're like, they're empowered with the genetic information. Mm, That's that's a great overview. I love that you dove into that. So like going along the lines of, let's say someone coming with a skin issue, a woman Mm -hmm. in particular, how do you, what do you look at when it comes to their genetics and in regards to that like skin issue, like what do you specifically look at in that retrospect? Yeah, so I, again, back to the detox, I would probably do two panels and in, for instance, for that situation, mm-hmm. I would look um, at a detox panel to see how mm-hmm. the liver was functioning, how other genetic pathways of elimination were running. And then yeah. also I would look at gut health again, cause mm-hmm. gut health is so key, you know, and there's specific genes like celiac, for instance, mm-hmm. are, are the, where's the gluten sensitivity? Are they having a reaction because of that? So when it comes to gut health, you know, there's, I think there's three categories, detox, um, 
I'm sorry, when skin health, um, detox, gut and hormones, those are three. So mm -hmm. then I kind of like narrow it down and see where to dive into. And I, I sometimes will do all three panels because, mm -hmm. you know, some patients need to have a broader view so that we can narrow down because mm -hmm. it's usually, you know, I see most common, it's not one thing that patients come in with. Yeah. You know? It's not just an easy solve. <laughs> no, not with naturopathic medicine because they're seeking yeah. out naturopathic medicine, usually when they have a much more complicated problem just because they've been thrown around in the medical world and like, they don't have an answer. Yeah. And so when they're coming to see me, usually the pages of information of dysfunction <laughs> really large because their body hasn't been able to have a place of healing. Mm. And so it's like, everything is like an onion, the onion like builds up and builds up and builds <laughs> up, you know? And so we have to slowly take off the layers to allow the person to slowly heal. Cause if you take everything off at once, you're just going to, you're, you're just going to mm. feel so sick. <laughs> mm. You know, you have to have a slowly way to eliminate. It can't be this, this like um, faucet, right. Where you're like a fire hose just comes off all at once. <laughs> We're going to lay down and not get up for like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those are great analogies. I love that you painted those pictures. And so then diving into like detoxing, cause I know your, your recent book that you just released kind of mm -hmm. has a lot to do with detoxing. Let's say we have that person with the skin issues what does detoxing then look like? What are some of those steps that detoxing looks like in your practice? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. So um, first I look at the genetics That's step one. Well, after the intake form, of course, to kind of see, cause it's, I look at it from a systems point of view. Okay. So mm -hmm. just because like when they're coming with a skin issue, it's most likely connected to many different systems. Mm -hmm. Right. And so um, I'll do kind of like an analysis of the systems, like what other systems are out of balance? Is it coming from the gut? Like I mentioned. So let's just take that. Cause that's an easy one. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So how do we get the gut to detox, right? Mm -hmm. So we have to get it to move, get the, the peristalsis of the colon to start mm -hmm. working. We have to make sure, so sometimes I'll do a stool test, make sure the gut flora is balanced, um, you know, because we don't want to, we have to get things to move through the system, mm -hmm. make sure the bowel mo movements are good. We want to make sure they're hydrated. Um, specific supplements can come in to help pull out toxins mm. like um chlorella or different yeah. greens things like that to really and now now if it's a bacteria that's causing dysbiosis that's a whole nother scenario mm. where because you can have that can is very common where you can have um things will show up on the skin due to a dysbiosis in the gut so if there's mm. an then I'll pull in a lot of antimicrobials and antibacterials mm -hmm. to really kill off the bad bacteria yeah. and help pull that out of the system. Cause we don't want to start restoring the gut until all that bad stuff mm -hmm. is out. Right. Cause then it's like, you're repopulating a good system with a system that is um, like a bad terrain. Right. Yeah. We don't want to have, if you're thinking about your garden, if you have bad soil, you don't want to grow a beautiful plant there. It's exactly mm -hmm. the same thing with the system. We want to make sure we take out all of that, those bad products, so to speak, of the system and put in the, all of the good stuff. So detoxification has several kind of like avenues. We want to pull things out and that can kind of be depending on what's going on in the system. So I'll pull in different antimicrobials. We'll make sure there's lots of probiotics coming in. Um, and if we need to pull in something more extensive, I always put in liver <laughs> into mm. that category when it comes to the skin, because liver is highly connected to skin issues. So mm. pulling in great herbals um, and other nutraceuticals that will help to the liver to open up and to detox. Hmm. Wow. So many steps to the process, but <laughs> right. you know, it just it shows that you know, like 
you know, if you're going to heal yourself, it's going to take some patience. It's going to take mm-hmm. multiple steps. And I'm sure that people won't always see results right away. Maybe they will. Um, and what, what can people expect when it comes to like seeing results with that? Yeah. So another component that I didn't mention is of course, looking at food. (laughs) So I work a lot with nutrition and I'll do specific, usually like an elimination or a detox diet or nutritional plan. And I hate the word diet, nutritional plan that goes along with a detox program. So we're doing that. And that aspect is where I would say a hundred percent people see Mm. results right away. It's because you're eliminating foods that are building up and causing toxicity and toxicity usually has a like it's a direct correlation with inflammation mm-hmm. in the system. Cause when our body has inflammation, then we have a response, right? Or that could mm. be from um, something show up on the skin or it could be um, a joint pain or it could be uh, insomnia. You know, there's lots of ways that inflammation can show up. And we're talking about the gut. It could be leaky gut where things are coming through the cells. And then that can definitely be a way that nutrition can help because mm-hmm. we want to have those cells bind back together so that they're creating a solid cellular matrix so that Mm. they're creating this even ground for everything to be, you know, um, happy. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So we can absorb what we need to, because we don't want to feed our body all these great nutrients and or supplements. That's a place I always go to with patients is like, okay, let's look at everything you've been taking. Most of the time people come in taking a lot of things already. Mm-hmm. And then I have the talk about, okay, so if you haven't been feeling well, have you been absorbing all these nutrients that you've been taking? Most likely not. Right. <laughs> right. And so I do a lot of evaluation with patients about what is their top priority to take so we can reduce things that, you know, nobody wants to take like a million things every day. You want yeah. to be taking, you know, a few things that are giving you results and making you feel good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. And when your digestion is good, your body body is, is happy. I guess you could say when your totally. digestion is happy, bodies or bodies happy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Happy gut equals happy life. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I mean, we'll have to think of like a rhyme or something for that. <laughs> right, <totally. Yeah. laughs> oh man. So there's so much to it and you just, obviously you have so much knowledge behind all of this. So that leads to your book. I mean, you know a lot. So obviously you wrote this book with so much depth and knowledge. Can you um, give us a little preview of what your book entails and what you dive into? Sure. Yeah. So the book is all about detoxing, nourishing, and activating. And it's focused on three specific systems. So the brain, the adrenal glands, and the heart, because those are kind of the three that you want to like turn on or activate in the beginning before a lot of the, I would say like the extensive healing. Cause you can think about those. If you think about the brain, that's at the top of the body, right. (laughs) And the adrenal glands, that's at the bottom. That's like, so you have your grounding and you're also connecting up, you know, to your higher source or your spiritual level. And then your, um, your heart is in the middle. So you have this great pathway of healing. Does that make sense? Yep. So that's kind of like the basis of the systems. And then throughout the book, it dives deep into healing on different levels. So in the beginning, it's all about, it's, it's, it's a workbook, so to speak. Mm. So you're really learning about tools that you can use in your daily life from 
herbal medicine to nutraceuticals to food to mm -hmm. aromatherapy to crystals to meditations to affirmations and you work through the book in a way that allows you to open so detoxing releasing things that are no longer needed nourishing bringing things back into the system so let's say like let's take the brain because that's a really easy one to talk about right mm -hmm. so yeah. if we're going to detox a brain that could be like you're having inflammation right? Because okay. the nervous system and the brain. So let's say you're having a lot of inflammation. So we want to detox the system. So maybe you need to have a brain dump, you know, mm -hmm. get, get everything out of the brain that's not serving you. Um, maybe you need to um, use specific herbs that are going to help like turmeric. So mm -hmm. within the book, we talk about all the interventions are called interventions. There's 11 for each system. And so that helps guide you about how to bring these things into your life to enrich mm. those systems, so to speak. Mm. Um, and so if we're talking about nourishing, then how do you, what, how do you nourish your brain? Are you getting enough, you know, um, positive affirmations? Are you getting um, the nutrients that you need from the environment? How can you activate your brain? You know, mm. so that's the other step. How can you turn on parts of your brain you're not using? Or are your neurotransmitters firing? So the book walks through those things and um, each system. There's also different aspects of the book. So it's really focused a lot on trauma. And mm. so we guide the readers through aspects of trauma, how you've experienced trauma, how you can release this trauma, because trauma is 100% correlated to health in one way or another on a physical, emotional, and mental level. So it's really about identifying it, where it's affecting you. And the heart is a big section of that. You know, it's like, have you experienced grief? Have you experienced loss? How can you move through it? How can you change it? How can you shift your life? So all the interventions in the book help the readers to learn about them so they can start using them in their own life. So it's super powerful powerful in that way. Mm. That's amazing. That's a great overview of your book. Now, who would you recommend going to this book for? So like mm -hmm. who specifically is it, I guess, for? Let's yeah. Think. Yeah. That's a great question. So the title of the book, um, detox, nourish and activate vibrational plant medicine for energy, mood, and love. So those are the three things that I think that everyone on the planet is looking for. So to answer your question, it's for everyone, <laughs> but it's really, it's also specifically for people who are ready for a place of change because, you know, they're in like, I, you could say um, mental health or behavioral therapy. When you're, there's different levels of change, right? And when, if you're like, okay, you're thinking about it, let's, let's say smoking, <laughs> just to give an example. Sure. Not that I'm, I don't smoke and I don't recommend it. I'm just saying like, if you were a smoker and you were ready to change, you're like, hmm, maybe I'm thinking about giving up smoking. Um, okay, but are you really ready, right? And so in regards to the book, my point is, if you're ready to make a change in your life, this book is for you because mm -hmm. it's not, it's, it's a commitment to work through the book because it's a workbook. It's going to really, we call them discovery dives. You dive deep into yourself and with an inner mirror, really looking at um, what's going on to shift your health. So you have to be ready for that 
But <laughs> if you're looking for more energy, if you're more looking for mood, um, more love in your life, you're looking for more for um, like the mood part is really about elevating your mood because a lot of people, especially with 2020, <laughs> we've seen this huge shift in people's mood because it's been a really hard year. And so this book is going to be, it's actually at the perfect time because it's really going to help people that are needing this like energy, mood, and love. It's perfect for 2021. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's, that's a great overview of like who, who it's recommended for mm-hmm. and the, all the content that's in it. How did you end up just writing about this? Like, was it, did it take a few years to come to this like mm-hmm. conclusion or, you know, how did you get to this point? <laughs> that's a great question. Um, yeah. So I think uh, uh, my partner, Adora Wenquist and I wrote the book together. So we had been working on the, together for about two years, um, you know, just really kind of assimilating, bringing everything together. And then, you know, what kinds of things do, did we feel like people really needed right now, you know, and that was kind of a, how we dived into those three systems, the, the brain, the adrenals and the heart, because we felt those were the most needed right now on the planet to make yep. the shift for people, the most support. So that was like one aspect. And the other aspect about gathering information it's about like me being a Renaissance woman, I think. And it's just like all the history, like we talked about in the beginning, just like my herbal background, um, my nutrition background, my love of crystals and stones, my yoga background. So like everything like came together in different aspects to formulate in the book. Hmm. That's, that's awesome. So such an accomplishment. So it's probably a proud moment. (laughs) Yeah. I cannot wait to have like the hard copy in my hand next year. (laughs) I bet. I bet. (laughs) So like starting to wrap things up, what are a few key takeaways that you have for listeners? Oh, that's great. Well, I think as you're moving into 2021, I really recommend doing a health vision. So what do you want your health to be for 2021? And that's what I do with myself and I recommend and with all my patients. And I think that, you know, we look at like, you know, creating a vision board. Well, what's your health vision board look like? You know, well, how can you be the best health that you've ever been in your life in 2021? Like what, what kind of foods do you want to eat? How do you want your energy to be? And really like diving deep into the physical level, but also on the emotional level, which is such a key part of our health. Like, Mm -hmm. how do you want to meet the day each morning? Do you want it to be with this positive aspect? Do you, where's the energy in your life, the drive to feel better? So I think the takeaway is really that for listeners and moving into 21 is just to really evaluate your life from that health perspective. And if you need help, seek out a professional, right? Because it's, it's, it can all, it can be complicated when you have a lot of variables and you can, it can be fuzzy, right? Or feel like overwhelmed. So keep it simple. Maybe keep like three things you really want to focus on Mm -hmm. for 21. Maybe that's, um, I don't know, whatever that is for you as a listener, that's what I would recommend. Just really focusing on having the best vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like, you know, just evaluating yourself, having goals and a vision for the future, and then having mm-hmm. accountability with it, which is a great complimenting trio right there. Yeah, and I think, you know, when you make um, a health vision or health sheet, it do it with a friend or a partner or family member, loved one, a health practitioner, because like you said, when you have that accountability, you can look at it, you know, when, with my patients, we do it every year, and we look back at last year's, you know, like, oh, oh my gosh, you know, 
how did I shift? Like for me, <laughs> what I did last year is I wrote, I wanted to dance um, and listen to music. And so like, I really made an effort to like go out and like dance and be around people. And that's been a little bit different in 2020, <laughs> like at my own dance party. Right. Yeah. But you know, we figure you figure out when you write down things, it's like a manifestation of your health and vision. And that can be so powerful, especially as we move into 21 as we all are needing like a huge shift for health. Mm, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Wow, so so many great takeaways. So thanks for sharing those. Sure. Um, and to lead us into the end here, I have a few rapid fire questions, which are always fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first one is, who is the most influential woman in your life? And this can be someone that has passed or is present, and someone mm-hmm. you may have met or maybe not. Yeah, you know, I think it goes back to her beginning with my mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely the most influential woman in my life for sure. Mm, definitely. It's a common answer and it's well-deserved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, next one is what is your favorite food? Ah, that's a good one. Um, I don't have one, <laughs> but um, I'm going to say avocado today. Mm-hmm. I always have a favorite for the day today. Avocado. <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. <laughs> Are you a past, present or future thinker? Oh, future. 100%. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Um, and what is your favorite travel destination or a dream destination? Mm, that's a good one. Um, let's see. So, oh, my few, I really want to go to Finland and Norway. So I'm going to put that on the, my top. I was like, in my mind, thinking through all my top 10 bus. So yeah. that's my, yeah, like Helsinki, that area I really want to go to. Mm-hmm. I, I'm with you there, whether, whether it's the cold plunges in the saunas yeah. or like the fresh fish, oh. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Um, and then if you're a reader, what are you currently reading? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm reading... <laughs> ask and it is given. (laughs) Um, It's a great book on learning to manifest your desires. Um, And so that's what I was just kind of talking about is manifesting your vision for the year. And so that's kind of what I've been doing as I'm moving. December for me is a, is like the forefront for January. Mm -hmm. So I always pull things off my shelf and start really gearing up for the vision so that when January comes, I'm clear. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's, it's great to have like, yeah, definitely a clear vision and goals for you know, the upcoming year and many times people like, yeah, the, you know, new year's resolutions and everything, but it's really just focusing, you know, okay, what happened in the past, this past year, and what do we want to change for the upcoming year and mm-hmm. uh, really actually committing to it too. Yeah. And I think goal can be a really challenging word for people. So, you know, that's why I try to use the word like vision or, you know, because when you have a goal, if you don't make it happen, you know, we're so hard on ourselves, right? So whatever terminology can be more, can be softer for you. (laughs) That's what I recommend kind of using. So, you know, it's because if you set something up, you set yourself up for failure, it's not going to be fun, right? So make it fun. Like, what's a fun word, you know, for you to use. So I like the word vision because I can like, there's a lot of different concepts, but, um, or manifesting or, you know, so I would recommend picking like a different kind of like word than goal to help you achieve your goal. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I love it. That's, that's a great way. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this has been so awesome. How can listeners connect with you, Dr. Lulu? 
Oh, great. Well, um, my website is super easy way to find me. Everything is there. And that's doc, D-O-C, like the rabbit, <laughs> um, Lulu, L-U-L-U.com, super easy. And I'm the same everywhere. So you can follow me on Instagram. That's a fabulous way to see what's happening, where I'm speaking and my engagements and find out all my health tips of the week. Mm, that's awesome. Great, great information for connecting. Um, thank you so much, Dr. Lulu. It has been such a pleasure and I look forward to hearing more from you in the future. Thank you, April. It's been a pleasure.